0: Welcome to the Bitcoin Street Journal Bitcoin Market Update Podcast, your daily source for live updates on the Bitcoin market. Join us as we delve into current Bitcoin technical analysis, track Bitcoin BTC prices, explore market capitalization trends, and analyze market supply. Stay ahead of the curve with our comprehensive coverage of the ever evolving world of Bitcoin. In today's episode, we'll cover CZ admitting to involuntary terminations at Binance, a father and son facing jail time for a crypto scam. BitMEX introducing social trading, the launch of Aave stablecoin GHO, the surge of one inch while Bitcoin stagnates, Kim.com teasing a Bitcoin cash app, Coinbase restricting staking, Aave DAO voting for GHO stablecoin launch, the release of NFT enhanced sneakers by Rock Nation and Puma, Binance reducing staff, Meta's focus on AI, Thyssen Museum minting Van Gogh NFTs, the Space Mermaid's game on XRP. XRP leading altcoin week, AI causing a Hollywood strike, LeClue 3 introducing NFT loyalty perks, Bitcoin miners facing a stress test, the SEC accepting BlackRock's Bitcoin ETF application, the struggle for tokens launched too soon to find a user base, Louis Vuitton embracing NFTs, de-dollarization, Bitcoin's market cap, regulations, and the potential for a new international currency. Hey there. Today we've got some interesting news in the world of cryptocurrency and technology. Let's dive right in. First up, CZ, the CEO of Binance, has admitted to involuntary terminations within the company but disagrees with the reported numbers. It seems there's always something happening at Binance. In a shocking case, a father and son are facing up to 20 years in jail for orchestrating a $10 million crypto scam. It's unfortunate to see people taking advantage of others in the cryptocurrency space, but it's good to see that they're being held accountable for their actions. BitMEX, a popular platform for professional traders, has introduced social trading called Guilds. This feature allows traders to collaborate, share trading strategies, and learn from each other. It's a great way to foster a sense of community among professional traders. AVE, a decentralized lending platform, has launched its stablecoin called GHO on the Ethereum mainnet. GHO has been in development for the last year and aims to make markets more accessible and efficient for its users stablecoins play a crucial role in the crypto ecosystem, providing stability in an otherwise volatile market. In other news, the price of one inch has skyrocketed by 45% in a single day, while Bitcoin seems to be stagnating above the $30,000 mark. The crypto market is always full of surprises, with some coins experiencing massive gains while others struggle to keep up. Unstoppable Domains, a Web3 domain provider, has expanded its support to IETH domains. This means that users can now register and use ETH domains for their decentralized websites and applications. It's exciting to see the continued growth of the decentralized web. Moving on, Kim.com, the creator of Mega Upload, has teased a Bitcoin Cash killer app called Fileshop. He expressed his support for Bitcoin Cash on Twitter and his desire to see Fileshop become a game changer in the crypto space. It'll be interesting to see how this project unfolds. Coinbase, one of the largest cryptocurrency exchanges, has restricted Ethereum and Solana staking in four U.S. states. This move comes after allegations that Coinbase was violating securities laws in 11 states. Compliance with regulations is crucial for the long-term success of cryptocurrency businesses. In a significant vote, Aave's Decentralized Autonomous Organization, (DAO) has decided to launch GHO stablecoin on the Ethereum mainnet. This move will further enhance Aave's position in the DeFi space and provide users with more options for stablecoins. In the world of music and NFTs, Jay-Z's, Rock Nation, and Puma have dropped NFT-enhanced sneakers. These sneakers are tied to exclusive digital content, including new music, and celebrate the 50th anniversary of hip-hop. It's interesting to see how NFTs are being integrated into different industries. Addressing recent rumors, Binance has announced staff reductions, but it says reports of thousands of employees being cut are way off. Rumors about Binance's workforce have been circulating for a while, and it's good to have some clarity on the situation. Meta, formerly known as Facebook, is going all in on AI. With its CM3 Leon model and a reported commercial version of El Llama, Meta aims to compete with the likes of Google, ChatGPT, and MidJourney in the generative AI industry. It'll be exciting to see how these AI technologies develop and what they bring to the table. In the world of art and NFTs, the Spanish National Museum Thyssen and Olivers have partnered to mint an exclusive collection of Van Gogh NFTs. This collaboration brings Van Gogh's art to the metaverse, offering art lovers a new and immersive experience. If you're a fan of retro-style games and XRP, then Space Mermaids might be right up your alley. It's an addictive arcade-style game where players control a pixelated mermaid, dodging asteroids, and collecting stars. Plus, you can earn NFT rewards while having fun. Looking at the cryptocurrency market, XRP has led the altcoin week, outperforming Bitcoin and Ethereum. Ripple's recent courtroom victory against the SEC has had positive effects on several leading altcoins. It's fascinating to see how legal developments can impact the crypto market. Artificial intelligence seems to have become a common enemy for actors and writers in Hollywood. The industry is facing a joint strike over AI and compensation, marking the first such strike in 63 years. It highlights the increasing role that AI plays in various sectors and the need to address its impact on workers. Credit Agricole's Indo-Suez wealth management arm has launched leclu 3, a loyalty program based on NFTs aimed at high-end clientele. It's an innovative approach to attracting and retaining customers in the private banking sector, Finally, J.P. Morgan predicts that Bitcoin miners will face a stress test in the next halving event. The lower block reward means that the price of Bitcoin and transaction fees will need to rise significantly to offset the reduced rewards for miners. It's a reminder of the economic dynamics and challenges within the Bitcoin ecosystem. That's all for today's news roundup. Stay tuned for more updates on the ever-evolving world of cryptocurrency and technology. So some interesting news in the cryptocurrency world. The Security and Exchange Commission, SEC, has formally accepted BlackRock's application for a Bitcoin exchange-traded fund, ETF. This means that the agency will give the application a serious look and consider approving it. This is a big deal because if the ETF gets approved, it could open up the floodgates for institutional investors to enter the Bitcoin market. Moving on to another topic, the launch of tokens in the cryptocurrency space has become quite common. However, many projects fail to find product market fit, meaning they struggle to find a user base for their token. It's important for projects to consider the timing of their token launch and make sure they have a solid product that people actually want before jumping into the token game. In the world of fashion, luxury brand Louis Vuitton is making waves by embracing a non-traditional creative director and non-fungible tokens, NFTs. Despite critics, this move could pave the way for other fashion brands to explore the world of NFTs and unlock new opportunities for creativity and revenue. Now let's dive into the exciting happenings on crypto Twitter. This week, the XRP community had reason to celebrate as the cryptocurrency scored a courtroom victory against the SEC. This news sent shockwaves throughout the cryptoverse, leaving enthusiasts buzzing with excitement. It's always interesting to see how legal battles play out in the crypto space. In Brazil, a blockchain developer named Pedro Magalhães discovered a function in the country's central bank digital currency, CBDC, that allows the government to freeze funds. Concerned about the implications of this discovery, Magalhães took to social media to demand answers from the central bank. This raises important questions about privacy and control in the world of digital currencies. On the investment front, a recent report suggests that crypto investment continues to slide and has not yet found a clear bottom. Despite more deals happening, venture funding for crypto and blockchain initiatives has declined for the fifth straight quarter. This indicates that the market is still searching for stability and a sustainable growth trajectory. In another interesting development, a judge overseeing a Coinbase case expressed skepticism over the SEC's prior approval of Coinbase's S1 filing. The judge seemed to align herself with Coinbase, suggesting that the company's S1 may have some legal weight. This legal battle highlights the ongoing tension between the crypto industry And regulatory authorities. Now, onto something that affects Ethereum users directly. Over 200 users of a protocol called Ethscriptions fell victim to a smart contract exploit. The protocol's creator surprisingly praised these victims, referring to them as the earliest adopters. It's a reminder that even in the world of cryptocurrencies, where security is a top priority, vulnerabilities can still emerge. Speaking of Ethereum, there is some exciting news for its scaling solution called zkSync. The solution has unveiled its latest technology called Boojum, which significantly reduces transaction time and the need for expensive hardware. This is great news for everyday users who want to help secure the network without breaking the bank. Now let's talk about Lens Protocol, a crypto-powered alternative to Twitter. The platform has launched its latest version, V2 Lens, which introduces a new functionality called Blocking, This allows users to control who can see their content and interact with them, providing more control over their social media experience. It's an interesting approach to addressing some of the challenges faced by mainstream social media platforms. Moving on to cryptocurrency exchanges, Binance has finalized its integration of Bitcoin's Lightning Network, a Layer 2 scaling solution. This means that Binance customers can now withdraw and deposit funds using the Lightning Network, which offers faster and cheaper transactions compared to the main Bitcoin network. In the realm of crypto wallets, Gnosis has launched a self-custodial debit card called the Gnosis card. This card allows users to make payments anywhere that Visa is accepted, giving people greater flexibility in using their crypto assets in the real world. Gnosis is even open to other wallets using their design, showing a collaborative and inclusive approach. Let's focus on the trading volume of the native token powering the 1-inch network. It has experienced a surge in trading volume on South Korean exchange Upbit. This indicates growing interest and adoption of the token in the South Korean market. It will be interesting to see how this momentum continues. Now let's talk about Aave, a decentralized lending protocol on Ethereum. They have launched a new dollar-pegged stablecoin called GHO, which has quickly reached a market cap of $2.5 million within just two days. GHO is backed by over-collateralized loans, similar to Maker's DAI stablecoin. This demonstrates the demand for stablecoins in the crypto ecosystem, providing stability and a familiar value proposition to users. Shifting our attention to stablecoins in general, the cumulative trade volume of stablecoins in 2023 has exceeded $3 trillion, with Tether leading the way. Stablecoins have become a crucial component of the crypto market, offering a bridge between the volatile world of cryptocurrencies and more stable traditional financial systems. In other news, Alex Mashinsky, the CEO of MultiChain, has had his bail set at $40 million, and his travel has been restricted. MultiChain, a cryptocurrency platform, has ceased operations, possibly due to the detention of Mashinsky's sister in China, who was holding $220 million of funds. This situation raises concerns about the regulatory challenges and risks associated with operating in the global crypto space. Finally, let's touch on Bitcoin's trading volume during weekends. In the first half of 2023, the BTC USD trading volume in native units hit the lowest levels since 2012. This indicates lower market activity during weekends, highlighting the potential impact of market dynamics and investor behavior on trading volume. And that's a wrap for this week's Crypto Roundup. As always, the world of cryptocurrencies is full of excitement, surprises, and challenges. Stay tuned for more updates and developments in the ever-evolving crypto space. Hey there! Let's dive into some interesting news in the world of cryptocurrency. Binance recently announced that they have completed the integration of the Bitcoin Lightning Network. This is a big deal because it opens up new possibilities for faster and more scalable Bitcoin transactions. With the Lightning Network, Bitcoin can be sent and received almost instantaneously, making it even more convenient for users. Speaking of digital assets, last week saw a significant inflow of $137 million. And here's an interesting tidbit. Over the past four weeks, inflows have reached a whopping $742 million. That's the largest run of inflows we've seen since the final quarter of 2021. It's exciting to see such strong interest in digital asset investment products. In other news, Athena, an Ethereum-based stablecoin developer, recently raised $6 million. This funding will support their ongoing efforts to create a stable and reliable digital currency that is backed by Ethereum. It's always great to see startups in the crypto space securing funding to further their development and innovative ideas. Now let's switch gears for a moment and talk about OpenSats. They are a 501c3 organization that awards grants for Bitcoin development. They are doing some pretty cool stuff, so it's worth checking out the projects they are funding— One particularly interesting project they support is the concept of auctions, where you can bid on anything using lightning invoices. Just imagine the possibilities this opens up in terms of decentralized commerce. Let's shift our focus to the strength of cryptography in Bitcoin. Some people argue that Bitcoin's cryptographic security is stronger than that of gold. Why? Well, gold relies on the social technology of order and property rights, which is currently under threat. And while electricity and the internet might not be going away anytime soon, other social factors can influence the value of gold. On the other hand, Bitcoin's value is derived from your ability to keep its cryptographic key a secret, which doesn't rely on the stability of social order. Now let's draw some historical parallels. When the Roman Empire fell in the West, people stopped using silver and gold as a form of currency. Similarly, during the fall of the Bronze Age civilization— The use of bronze, silver, and gold declined. When money came back into the picture after those falls, it took the form of promises to deliver valuable assets like sheep, goats, cows, and even virgins. This highlights the fact that gold is just a symbol, much like Bitcoin is just a symbol. The key difference, though, is that a cryptocurrency like Bitcoin depends on the ability to keep a secret rather than relying on social order. Gold, on the other hand, is only useful as money because it's lightweight, durable, and transportable over long distances. Unlike apples, yes, we're comparing gold to apples, gold is more suitable for making purchases from people who are not next door. But if you can't physically move gold over a long distance, just like the man next door, then he might prefer apples instead. This shift from gold to other forms of value exchange has been observed throughout history. Let's explore the concept of a store of value. It's interesting to note that while gold can be hidden and stored, it has to be moved to be useful— In comparison, sheep, for example, are a better store of value because they can reproduce and create more value over time. Gold, unfortunately, cannot produce more gold. This brings us back to the importance of mobility. Gold is more valuable than sheep or virgins when it comes to long-distance transfers. However, secrets like cryptographic keys can be moved over distances with greater safety and speed than gold. So if you can't physically move gold over a long distance, You might find that someone who has eggs and is in the same position won't be interested in gold either. Now, let's talk about the potential market cap of Bitcoin. When we consider the average allocation of funds into gold, it typically sits around 5% or less. Now, imagine if just 1% of those funds found their way directly or indirectly into Bitcoin. That would add a whopping $400 billion of new money into the Bitcoin market. But here's the catch most Bitcoin is not readily available for sale at any price. So, if $400 billion of new money were to flow into BTC, it would undoubtedly raise the market cap by far more than $1 trillion. And that's a wrap. Today, we discussed Binance's completion of the Bitcoin Lightning Network integration, the recent inflows in digital asset investments, Athena's successful funding round, and the intriguing work being done by OpenSATs. We also delved into the differences between gold and Bitcoin as symbols and explored the role of secrets and mobility in cryptocurrency and gold's value. Lastly, we touched upon the potential impact of Bitcoin on the market cap with its increasing popularity. Until next time, stay curious and keep exploring the exciting world of cryptocurrency. So let's talk about the biggie in the world of Bitcoin, de-dollarization. This is a process that could result in a massive influx of money into Bitcoin, approximately a trillion dollars to be exact. To put things into perspective, the market cap of gold is currently around $10 trillion. But here's the thing. Bitcoin is actually more useful than gold in many ways. Right now, today, you can spend Bitcoin more easily than you can spend gold. And that's why its market cap is expected to rise well above $10 trillion once it replaces the dollar for international transactions let's say around $20 trillion. That's a jaw-dropping 30-fold increase in the price of Bitcoin. However, de-dollarization has hit a roadblock. Efforts to create a fiat replacement for the U.S. dollar keep getting mired in bureaucracy and regulation. The sovereign nations agree on the need for a new international currency, but then their bureaucrats and bankers get involved, and things start to slow down. It's like trying to run through mud. In the meantime, people are turning to Bitcoin— ...for international transactions. It's a spontaneous movement that's gaining momentum. Even though it's illegal in Russia, the Russian Ministry of Finance has recognized that everyone is breaking that law. They've basically thrown up their hands and said, what's the point of making a fuss? Enforcing American sanctions won't do any good. So they're considering creating a new and more practical law... ...which will likely attempt to ban Russians from buying stuff from other Russians using Bitcoin... But here's the thing. With Lightning Wallet and Noster, most Bitcoin transactions are going to be international anyway. So this law will probably only be effective for physical goods moving within Russia. Now, some are murmuring about a gold-based replacement for international transactions. However, in an increasingly violent and untrustworthy world, this idea seems unlikely to work. Just look at Turkey. They recently broke a crucial deal with Russia can Russia really trust India or vice versa to deliver gold without any issues? Moreover, there's always a risk of someone snatching the gold en route and justifying it with sanctions. On top of that, a gold-based system still doesn't solve the problem of a multinational bureaucracy trying to regulate it to the point of suffocation. This is exactly what has happened to previous attempts to create a new international fiat currency. But let's not forget one of the problems with gold itself. You see, miners... Are continuously dumping new supply onto the market, this constant influx of new gold can affect its value. On the other hand, Bitcoin supply is set to be cut in half next year. This means that there will be fewer new Bitcoins entering the market, which could potentially contribute to an increase in its value. Now let's talk about your money and its expiration date. With traditional currencies, the government has control over what you can spend your money on. It's almost like a scene straight out of 1984 but with Bitcoin, it's a different story. You have more control over your own money. So it's important to remember the mantra, not your private keys, not your Bitcoin. In other words, if you don't control the private keys to your Bitcoin wallet, you don't really own the Bitcoin. Oh, and here's a little secret for all you Bitcoin enthusiasts out there. The Bitcoin Street Journal is running a Noster only live stream for the next 24 hours. It's all about Noster, the latest and greatest in the world of Bitcoin. So help spread the word, Nostriches. You can catch the live stream on Twitch TV, the Bitcoin Street Journal, as well as on other video streaming platforms like DLive and Rumble. And finally, we would greatly appreciate your support. You can find us on Fountain.com, Nostrbuild, Spotify, Amazon Music, RSS.com, Pandora, Samsung Podcasts, Stitcher, Apple iTunes, iHeartRadio, and many more. Just give us a like, share, or subscribe to the Bitcoin Street Journal. Thank you for listening and for your continued support. In today's episode, we covered a wide range of topics, including involuntary terminations at Binance, a crypto scam with jail time, new developments in social trading and stable coins, surges in one inch and stagnation in Bitcoin, exciting NFT releases, and the impact of AI on Hollywood. We also explored the acceptance of BlackRock's Bitcoin ETF application by the SEC, the challenges faced by tokens launched too soon, and the entry of Louis Vuitton into the NFT space. Additionally, we discussed Binance's integration of the Bitcoin Lightning Network, the significant investment inflows into digital assets, and Athena's successful fundraising for Ethereum stablecoin development. Finally, we delved into the concept of de-dollarization, Bitcoin's market cap, regulations, gold, and the potential for a new international currency. Thanks for listening to today's episode. I'll see you guys at the next one, and don't forget to subscribe.